This podcast contains lots of comments about dumb things that don't matter. Some of those things contain strong language. You have been warned. Try not to take life so seriously. And remember, everything you're about to hear is strictly hypothetical. We're all jacked into the Matrix. You mean this ain't real? All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Strictly <laughs> Hypothetical, <laughs> the podcast where we explore the wonderful world of what ifs, would you rathers, and other hypothetical situations. We are officially of drinking age, y'all. This is episode 21. Woohoo. Yes. Yay. Don't have to steal from our older brother's podcast anymore. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I am your wonder witch and one part to this tri-host destiny. And I'm here with Steven. I'm Steven. Steven. <laughs> and Michael. I'm Michael. And there's little baby Pip Squeaks coming from Harper. She's here. She's here. Sure. She's hanging out with us. She should be our mascot. The sun daughter has returned. The sun daughter. The sweetest sun daughter. So you'll probably hear a couple little baby yeah. baby yeah. noises throughout the episode. Count your lucky stars because Mercury's in retrograde, you know? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I knew shit was messed up today. <laughs> I just knew it. I left the house and I'm like, something's not right. Mm-hmm. So you said that and I didn't realize Mercury. <sighs> Mercury. <laughs> Wow. Mercury's this, is, retrograde. this is why I'm having a hard time. It's because Mercury is in retrograde. Yep, that's I did not is. realize that we were in retrograde. I'm really not even sure that we are. I, I'm I just think we are. It's just a good excuse to get you out. It's like pleading the fifth. I got an advertisement on Instagram mm-hmm. for a nail polish brand, which I don't ever, I don't look up nail art. I don't do anything with nail polish. Yeah. But the theme of the colors was Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> and so I don't know if it was advertising to me because Mercury's in retrograde and everything's <laughs> fucked up or like what? Because <laughs> it was certainly not because of the nail polish. So yeah. they were cool colors though. I had a bottom. Yeah. All these digital advertisers are, are in sync with the uh, solar system. Definitely. I mean, I just know I woke up this morning and just like felt it in my bones. Something was in retrograde. <laughs> Something uh, in the yeah. universe. It's one of those right. freaking planets. One I don't know which things. one it is but when i find out wait does right. pluto is that included in anything anymore like did no. the astrological stuff have to update too when they're like it's not a planet they're like great now what's going to be in retrograde at that time i don't right. know i feel like he's back on the team now right is he i, don't know. I think it's a hot debate i mean i like him i think there's a lot of talk about pluto lately yeah. it's being re-inducted into the hall of planets i think pluto should be back in the solar system as a planet and mm-hmm. i think Women should be allowed to play in the NFL. <laughs> what are we doing um, today, Des? All right, yeah, let's do a podcast. <laughs> Listen, I want you all to bust open your apple cider. Oh, yeah. And mix it with whatever mixer we are now allowed to drink because we are 21. Yeah. Because today we are talking about everyone's favorite Alcoholism. holiday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are talking about Thanksgiving. Hey. Oh. Turkeys and genocide. <laughs> Turkeys and genocide. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. And we will be addressing both conveniently. So It's not Thanksgiving dinner if you don't have a side of cultural genocide. Stephen, what year did, like, what, what was, do you know what year our first Thanksgiving was? Our th- first Thanksgiving? <laughs> America's first Thanksgiving? America's. I don't know. I feel honored that you asked me specifically, but I do well, not Well, I know. figured of the two of you, you might be Probably the- like 
6300 BC. Yep, no, that sounds no. right. <laughs> no, no, because Jesus was alive when we had our first Thanksgiving because he sat at the center of the table. There's right. that famous picture that mm-hmm. was taken oh, at the, the first oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, that was the first Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah, cool. the first Thanksgiving. we're giving so. thanks to... You know, I guess Jesus, right? <laughs> oh, Harper oh. disagrees. Oh, Harper. What's Harper got against <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> yeah. He's sleeping in the shed tonight. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just like Jesus' mother and stepdad. <laughs> okay, for your first question, I need you to transport back <laughs> to when the pilgrims landed okay. in North America. Okay. Whatever the hell year that was. So they land on North America and you're on one of the first three ships and... um. You hang around for a little while. You fuck up some native shit. You ruin a lot of lives. And for some reason, you decide to host this big Thanksgiving dinner with the very few Native Americans left, Mm -hmm. probably holding them hostage. So the new world is missing one very important thing, a luxury that you are pretty used to. And that is turkey. Let's say there is no turkey. No turkey on Thanksgiving. No turkey in North America at the time the pilgrims land. Oh so what would be the best animal to substitute a turkey for Thanksgiving dinner? Um, our morals. <laughs> <laughs> Dig in. There's not enough Fire for everyone, but... <laughs> yeah. Nope. Very small portions today, kids. These are dry. <laughs> very tough. Very chewy. Very hard to swallow. <laughs> um, okay, so... So there ain't no turkey, I, so I what are we going to imagine. Cook? the american buffalo but sort of in that same classic like comic strip layout of a turkey on top of the table like an entire hairless buffalo in the middle of the table how how (laughs) far west would they have had to travel to track down this buffalo and drag it back they went pretty far i don't know (laughs) were there buffalo in kentucky oh yeah yeah so they could have been around. Know. They just hadn't been uh, driven away yet. I've right. never seen one. I've never seen one in real life anyway, so... <laughs> Buffaloes and ghosts don't exist. Buffaloes and ghosts. So, <laughs> Stevens Lakin, a big full buffalo yeah. on the table. Yeah. Hooves and all. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's actually... They didn't even bother to remove the fur. They just oh. kind of hoped it would all singe off. But mm. there's kind of mm. some patches that didn't quite... Mm-hmm. Like buffalo armpits and stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Is that where fuzzy. they got buffalo wings? Yep. Yeah. When you peel the uh, the skin off of a buffalo, they actually have hundreds of tiny little wings underneath mm. their skin, mm-hmm. and then that's what that's what they break off and fry up at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. Mm-hmm. I knew it had, there had to be some correlation to buffalo. That's where that phrase comes from. There's more than yeah, one. Yeah, you like cut them in half, and then it's just like a giant furry pomegranate of buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. And you just slap those little bastards out of there, dip them in fur- some ranch. I'm still processing the <laughs> furry pomegranate of buffalo wings. Yeah. And what that might actually look like. Mm-hmm. Well, think of them as little buds. That's how buffalo reproduce. They just pop off little baby buffalo. As oh it matures, God. it loses its wings and starts to grow tiny little wings under its skin. It's like baby <sighs> teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and to think that we drove we drove these beautiful creatures to extinction. What could they what good uses if they could hit Oh fuck me. That was a mouthful. <laughs> what good uses? That's a mouthful of buffalo. That's, <laughs> That's a, a mouthful, mouthful of buffalo, buffalo wings. Fuck me. I was just trying to say they could be of such good use to us now. Yeah. I know. Michael, what do you want to see on the Thanksgiving table? Well, my mind is thinking more of like, how can I fuck up the tradition of Thanksgiving <laughs> after this point? Like, what mm-hmm. would become the new traditional dinner staple of Thanksgiving, if not turkey? Something really inconvenient or nasty. I think it's a skunk. Mm-hmm. 
I think they're like, Ooh. shit, we don't have a we don't have a main dish for this big mm-hmm. this big oh my god, fucking neighbors are coming over. This is our this is the first time we're gonna have our neighbors over and they <laughs> already don't like us since we've moved to the neighborhood and we're trying to make a good impression <laughs> and we don't have any fucking turkey. That's all I asked you to get, Jacob. Yeah. And Jacob's like, Oh, oh sorry, uh oh, I think there's turkey over here. And then he runs over into the bushes. He's like, kinda look like a turkey and he pulls out this giant skunk. <laughs> Not knowing what it is, because in his yeah, mind, it's he's like, never seen that I've never seen this. This just looks like a different turkey. It's a little fuzzy turkey. A little four-footed turkey. So he, like, fries it up and, mm-hmm. you know, in their deep fryer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just dips it straight in. And then very the, modern deep fryer. the smell of, oh, my microphone fell. Hold on. He was getting very excited I with, did. I, with his I hand motion. I bitch slapped it. I, I said, get this microphone out of my face. <laughs> but then that deliciously pungent aroma that comes with um, the the glands of a oh, yeah. fried It's like a like pre-seasoned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's, you know how you walk into someone, like you walk into your aunt's house on Thanksgiving and instantly you're hit with the heating from the buck stove oven and it feels great. And then, oh man, oh yeah Auntie Patrice is making her skunk again this year. I can yeah. smell it. Oh God. Yeah, that was, it was, that was that uh, sort of a good luck thing in our house. Like whoever, whoever gets the skunk sack, you know, on mm, the dish. Yes. You're, you're carving up your piece and there it is. You pop that sucker in your mouth and just Mwah. squash that little grape of flavor. I'll take the teeth. <laughs> oh. I love crunch on those little I babies. Re- I regret this <laughs> this Thanksgiving dinner. So what would be the okay, what would be the equivalent of breaking the wishbone? For a skunk. For a skunk. I'm pretty it sure would be it would have to be the, the stink sack. Stink sack. Yeah, okay, so whoever oh, pops the, the stink sack. Thing? Yeah. So you uh you can't look to see which side the little sphincter is on. Oh. You, all the cousins and little brothers get around in the kids' table, <laughs> and everybody pushes their finger, and whoever gets squirted, is, whoever's uh, finger goes oh. into the stink sack. <laughs> yeah. Now, would oh. that be good luck or bad luck? Um, you know, luck is in the eye of the beholder. I think oh. in this case. Damn it, Nicole! You got the lucky stink on you. Mm-hmm. You lucky get it stink. every year. Oh, so you got then you've got the grown-up table, the kids' table. And in the corner is the skunk table, and you just get to sit by yourself the rest of the dinner. You <laughs> yep. smell horrible. It, yep. They literally put you outside, and you have to watch the rest of your Thanksgiving dinner through the window. Everybody waves at you occasionally, holds up like a chunk of skunk. Chunk of skunk. Oh, here's to you, buddy. You watch them cutting up the uh, oh, pumpkin boy. pie, and you're like, oh, God, that looks so good. And they forget that you're outside <gasps> until... One of your one of your cousins is like, oh shoot, we forgot about Nicole. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not much left. I'll just get the crumbs off of the pan. And they put <laughs> all the crumbs onto a plate and they put it through the doggy door and they <sighs> lock the doggy door to make sure Nicole doesn't get in. And she's outside <laughs> in the cold eating her pumpkin pie crumbs, smelling like like skunk finger. Yeah, poor woman. I mean, that's what she gets for being so goddamn lucky all the time. <laughs> chunk, chunk of skunk is the off brand. Like, it's the discount. It's a can of skunk. Oh my God. It's like, it's like a can of tuna. Warm roasted skunk. Yeah. Right. It's like you forgot to go get the actual, there's no more frozen skunk yeah. because you're too late. So you got to go get like the chunk of skunk in a can. Don't you yeah. hate it when your coworkers come to work with chunk of skunk and they put it yeah. in the microwave? Oh, and the breaker microwave oh every my time. Gosh, yeah. It's like other people work here mm-hmm. and it's not even Thanksgiving. <laughs> Gross. Gross.
Okay, I want each of you to give me the name of a famous person. Any way famous, just a famous person. One for, from each of us? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm going to say... Uh, oh, no, you go first, Steven. You're about to say something. Oh, no, I'm still thinking. Go ahead. Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> okay, That's what I was going right. to say. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn it. I don't know any other famous people. Oh, um, oh, wow. I'm spacing on his name. Uh, the guy... I can help. Shoot. Yeah, okay. He's in he's in Jurassic Park. He is in he makes appearances in shows like Portlandia and stuff all the time. Real tall, skinny guy with glasses. He has that funny way of talking. Oh, uh, you know. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Jeff That's my, Goldblum. my choice. He's so funny. <laughs> Just okay, cool. so weird. Okay, excellent. <clears throat> so Vigo Mortensen and Jeff Goldblum. Walk into a bar. <laughs> all right, we'll start with Vigo first. You know, all great stories start out with two old white guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Vigo Mortensen invites you to Thanksgiving at his place. What do you bring? Oh, dang. Um, I don't know. Like, obviously, I want to bring like all of my like Lord of the Rings DVDs so he can sign them. But totally, that's what I thought too. I'm his guest. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Imagine like if you invited someone to your house and then all of a sudden they were like, oh, Steven, I love your work on Strictly Hypothetical. Here, sign my iPod. Sign my cell phone. Sign my cell phone. Sign. I listen to your sign voice every top. day. I would have to, I would, I don't know if I'd be able to resist taking my like leather bound copy of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Mm. I know it's not polite, but Vigo <laughs> invited me to dinner at, at his house. Like, right. <laughs> hmm. It's either the book or my forehead he's signing something so <laughs> i don't know maybe a revolver with only one bullet in it because i feel like he'd be down for russian roulette like he'd be like <laughs> wow he'd be like he might almost be. a little too confident what else has he been in other than lord of the rings he that, was in like, the we road would know? he was in the road oh shoot that was so good oh that's a that's my favorite book. um he was in I a history of violence i've never seen that one he was in you know, he was in some other movies, I promise. <laughs> Are you on Google right now? What? <laughs> I'm not on Google. You're on Google. <laughs> Everything I've heard about him, he falls into his roles so incredibly seriously. Like, he bought his horse from the Lord of the Rings set. I think there were Oh, yeah, couple... I remember. I remember reading about this. Yeah, there he were, like, a mountain couple horses, scenes where the whole cast is helicoptered to the top, except for Vigo, who mm -hmm. insisted he's going to walk. He's like, yeah. no, yeah. I'm taking my new best yeah. friend. No, he's a cool guy. And that, that amazing scene when he kicks that, uh, that helmet, mm -hmm. when he thinks mm -hmm. the hobbits are dead, and he lets out the scream, he's like, Aah! it's a real scream because he broke his foot when he kicked <laughs> yeah. the helmet. Like, that was improvised, and then yeah. he just went with it. Yeah, it was pretty I amazing. Think he like slept in costume, like he never took it off. <laughs> oh God, could he you still imagine? Has he, he's still wearing it underneath his clothes. That's why he was dressed up like uh, Aragorn in the road. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, I think, he took his outfit and like walked out in the woods and just camped out for a couple days. Then he even ripped it up a little bit and hand stitched repairs in it just to give wow. it like a lived-in. Yeah. Dude, serious. So then I, I would be super intimidated to go to Thanksgiving. So alcohol, scotch. <laughs> right. Oh, I right. know. Apparently, he really like got into learning like sword, like mastering like sword play. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
you take a couple training swords over there, you know, like a, a couple nerf like, sword? No, like some oh. wooden ones. Like you make a wrong move, you get hit in the shin and it still kind of fucking hurts, Ouch. you know? And you tell him that you you will dedicate your life to him if he will take you in as his squire. <laughs> Interesting. I would proudly sport some bruises from Vigo, so. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's a cool guy. I would have him autograph my bruises. <laughs> <laughs> and then give him little Vigo kisses. Aww. And then I would make sure he's wearing lipstick and then I'd go to a tattoo parlor <laughs> and I would have the, the, the artist tattoo his, uh, his lipstick marks on, onto me. Okay, uh, so... <laughs> it, was, it was way too out of bounds to be like, hey Vigo, could you sign my copy of Lord of the Rings? But instead, you're like, can you leave bruises on me? I'm going to put some it. lipstick on you and I need you to kiss me. Well, you won't have to ask him to put the lipstick on. It'll already be on there. Right. Um, so <laughs> the following year, after your very oh, successful dinner with, with Vigo, you get a handwritten invitation from Jeff Goldblum to come have Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. What is what it? Do you bring? What does it say? Can you, Destiny, can you, uh, channel your, uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum no. and tell me what his handwritten note says to us? I'm not terribly familiar with him, so probably not. Something like. Are you are uh, cordially are invited to uh, my, uh, <laughs> party and uh, bring whatever you like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Somehow there's even like little eyebrow raises in mm -hmm. the font. Like you can just tell it's there by reading. Probably. Uh, Before you, you say seen... anything, Stephen, you have to yes. bring condoms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I have some left over from the Vigo visit. <laughs> the first thing he's going to ask you about when he opens the front door, he's like, oh, hey, uh, welcome to my... You, this, uh, I don't sound anything like Jeff Goldblum, but <laughs> oh, hey, welcome to my home. Did you bring the condoms? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, good, I have a whole pocket full. Probably in a artisan knot. Have you seen that Port Portlandia Artisan sketch? Artisan knot? It's one of my favorite. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's like in a little glass dome. It's... <laughs> <laughs> and they're labeled like oh, the, the sheep shank. <laughs> the sheep shank. <laughs> yeah. I love all that about sketch. That. Yeah. I would have to make one and bring it to him. I don't know. Jeff Goldblum, I think I know less about him than Vigo. For some reason, his and face is just him. looks popped up into my head. <laughs> his face and his intonation. I would just want yeah. to bring like a, yeah. a recorder, mm -hmm. give him a book of my choice and say, could yes. you read this for about 12 hours, please? But he would stop every like couple sentences to tell a story about like <laughs> yeah, this one time when he was hanging out with so-and-so and, and, and oh, and the wine was great. And it was so much wine. And like he would just go on to the story and then never come back to the book. I would listen to that audiobook. I would want him to read me Fahrenheit 451. Um, or he could just read Lord of the Rings. Or he could just I read have Lord my of the signed Rings. copy from Vigo still in the <laughs> from car. Last year. As, he, as he's signing it, Vigo is like, you know, I didn't write this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to do with this book. You're making me sign this book. Okay, wouldn't that... Okay, whole new thing. Like, imagine just going around taking different movies and books and getting the wrong actor to yes. sign them. <laughs> just yes, get yes, your yes, autograph yes, on yes, things yes. that have nothing to do with them. Isn't that a thing? I think we've seen a skit or something like that. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I just want to see, like, a uh, eBay sale. It's like $300 signed copy of Return of the King by... <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what I would take to Jeff Goldblum's house. What? A ball of yarn. Yeah? 
And I'll tell you why. Thanks for asking. Is he a cat? That is what... I think he's a cat. Oh. <laughs> like, he's like, ooh, what do you got there? A uh, ball, uh, ball of yarn? Go get it. And you roll it. He's like, ooh, I'll chase it. And he goes and... <laughs> and he, he, I can see him on the ground just like kicking a ball of yarn up in yeah. the air for hours. And then his, uh, his shirt kind of rides up and you see he's really just a stack of cats. He's just a stack of cats in oh. a Hawaiian shirt and yeah. some loafers. Yeah. With mm-hmm. some good glasses and good hair. You know he doesn't dress himself. There's no way that man puts on clothes in the morning. <laughs> no. I, for some... Why do we... Why do why do I think he is like a hypersexual person? I think he is. He's never really played the role of like a hypersexual yeah. person. Uh, I don't feel like. It's yeah, his growls. He, he's been a sex icon since he popped out of the womb. What? Yeah. Hmm. He's foxy. I still don't and think he, he dresses himself. I think someone does that for him. I saw a thing where somebody approached him on the street and was like, you look exactly like Jeff Goldblum. And he just said, who's that? And so, they pulled, up a, they pulled up a picture on Google and said, this guy. And he said, wow, he's pretty handsome and just walked away. And it was their friend that was like, that was really Jeff Goldblum. That's awesome. <laughs> that was actually really yeah. him, FYI. Michael, Michael Keaton apparently has a, uh, an, a story like that where um, he saw a guy with this really awesome Beetlejuice tattoo. Mm-hmm. He walked up to him. And he's like, "Oh, hey, man! Like a sweet tattoo." And the guy was like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> and then like got on his on his fixed speed bike and like pedaled away. And he was like, "That guy does not realize that I am tattooed on his arm." <laughs> God, that would be so fascinating! All the different facets that you see your mm-hmm. face in. Michael, were you in the car when we saw Maroon 5? I don't in the think Highlands? so. I would have sworn you were. I know it was at least James and John, but we were driving around somewhere somewhere in the Highlands. And, uh, you know, James liked Maroon 5 and he mm-hmm. had we had the windows down. It was James' turn to have the iPod. So, he's playing, I don't even remember which song of theirs now. But then this taxi pulls up beside us. No, and he was, these guys, you were like, listening out the to window. Maroon 5 when Maroon 5 yeah. pulled up? Oh, yeah, that's I swear this Whoa. is true. And they go, hey, that's our song. And we all look at each other like, I don't know, somebody might, it comes on the radio and you're like, oh, this is my song. And we were like, okay. And like, no, that's uh, our song. And we're just like, whatever. And then, whatever. And then the light turns green cool and we story, just bro. start going. And uh, James is in the back seat, like pale as a ghost, <laughs> speechless. He couldn't even get a word out, but he recognized them immediately. And so finally he like bursts back to life. And he's like, that was them guys. And we're like, no, it wasn't. And he holds up his phone, the album cover showing their face. Because we don't know what Maroon 5 looks like. And sure enough, it was. It was dead up then. And then he was like, why would what? they be in Louisville? And they had had a concert that night that had just ended and they were coming around the town. What's crazy yeah, is I was so. probably at what? that concert. I've seen Maroon 5 play. <laughs> yeah, they, they performed uh, at Bellarmine University. Uh, and I went to that show. I'm not a Maroon 5 fan. Like I was listening to a mm-hmm. lot of like prog rock and like metal mm-hmm. at the time. And I'm like... This is going to be trash. I'm just going for, because my girlfriend likes this band. And I went (laughs) and I had a whole new appreciation for pop music. It was an incredible show. Um, Well, we saw them afterward and probably missed that opportunity to hang out with them somewhere. Much to James' Did you you notice that that they were all getting blown? Like when you were... (laughs) 
blown. They were all getting blown. <laughs> they were getting blown. Maroon Five gets blown. <laughs> hey, that's our song. Oh, <laughs> they did like they literally leaned out like the window and we blew them off in the in the car. They were like desperately pleading with us, like, "No, that's our song." Like, okay, like they have we're... never heard someone listening to their songs before. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Maroon Five, cut me a fucking break. In a separate timeline, a whole other lifetime ago, you find yourself a manager at a local Best Buy or other major department store. Oh, no. A long chain. time ago. No, a lifetime, oh, like a okay, different lifeline. Okay. Life timeline. Jesus, so many words. Timeline. What have I done to be reincarnated as a Best Buy manager? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky, Steven. We're preparing for Black Friday. Oh, no. And the day finally arrives. Oh, God. So already that's a nightmare. But at one minute till midnight, you get a call from your boss mm-hmm. at HQ, Best Buy HQ. And he says, we're canceling all Best Buy deals. You have to go out front and tell everyone who's been waiting. There will be no Black Friday deals. What do you do to tell all these people? Do you, do you recall the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan? Oh, oh God, no, not offhand. Yeah. So you're so. just going to gun them all down with a machine gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right when the doors open? No. <laughs> Poor kids didn't have God. a chance. Trenches cut, there's barbed wire. Yeah. And people Sorry, are still folks. like dragging themselves trying yeah, to get the like new picking up their MacBook arms. Pro or something. Like one dude's walking around with one <laughs> yeah. arm and he picks up his other arm that's still holding his iPhone so that he can like but tweet it. But that TV is $50 off. <laughs> you know, having worked in retail, it's sickening that almost every single product that is discounted was made specifically for Black Friday right. at that mm-hmm. price. It's not discounted mm-hmm. at all. Right. Well, Steven, there's something no I need to... Br- <laughs> I hate to break it to you, bud, but <laughs> there are paychecks for people like you and me that I need know. to be paid by big corporations. I mean, that's after the, the guys at the top skim off a couple billion dollars. But mm-hmm. you know what? You can pay... for a router, okay? So that little Susie Sally can take home her minimum wage to feed her six children. You're not breaking anything to me. I'm already broken. Worked retail. So do you get out there with a pulpit and explain to these people that the markdowns are fake? I think this is what I would do. I would walk out and say... Best Buy is canceling all Black Friday deals and I would take my name tag off and I would say, I don't work here anymore, but I'm leaving the front door open. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Godspeed. Good luck to all of you on your hunt. (laughs) And then afterwards, after, you know, it would be a bloodbath. Like people would be beating each other's heads in with like switch controllers and and Dyson vacuum cleaners. Basically just Black Friday happens. And then Stephen and I would have to go around to all of the mothers, deliver Mm -hmm. them like the American flag to let them know that their 16-year-old son was uh, stabbed to death over over the latest copy of Yokai Watch. Yeah, it's the most American thing to die. What game did you just I don't know. I just pulled it out of my butt. Oh. (laughs) It's something the kids like. It must be. Yeah, he gave his life for service for our economy, man. There's no higher honor. And here is an uh, American flag themed napkin that I have folded up into a uh, Chinese throwing star for you. And then you flag football, the finger football, the little thing. Yes. <laughs> Paper football. It banks off of their forehead. Yeah. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. And you say one last thing as you walk away and you're like, your son really liked Fortnite for a while. And then that would like be the only little bit of information you had on him. 
what are some other places that people like line up for walmart y'all i know people are hanging out outside of walmart for those gun savings oh okay i was like what's a walmart buy one pistol get six shotguns free (laughs) they have a whole best buy within walmart so there's that you can buy a best buy at walmart you can buy a best buy at walmart so i don't know if it's this place does black friday deals but i know that every time finish line drops a new pair of nikes (gasps) of like any kind like there's people wrapped around the building. So I think that <laughs> if they put out their their Thanksgiving themed Air Jordans with a with like turkey feathers off the back, <laughs> they're like, we're only making a million of these. Turkey feathers. <laughs> skunk tails. Big skunk tails hanging off the back. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking down a hallway oh, and people man. are accidentally stepping on it because they're too busy looking at their phones. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody notices your cool Jordans. People will beat the shit out of each other for a pair of sneakers. I can't imagine what that would what that looks like on Black Friday. So what group of people would you least like to turn away? Do you want to turn away like the super hyped teenagers outside of Best Buy and like their parents that have been stuck there with them for an eternity waiting for the sales to go on? Or the crazy people at Walmart. I can't even categorize them down to a single type of Mm -hmm. person. All the crazy people at Walmart. Or like budget moms who are waiting outside of Kohl's forever. With With their stack of coupons. I say fuck them all. Let all the dogs in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I think anyone who's done retail would resonate with this whole question because it honestly just sounds like a good time to disappoint all of those people. <laughs> yeah. Fuck all y'all. Peace y'all. I could have been eating my roasted skunk with Aunt Gertrude and instead I had to come in here <laughs> at like 3 a.m. You know, there's nothing better than that day after Thanksgiving skunk. Oh, you eat yeah, that for the rest of the week. It really ripens. Leftovers. Mm. Some cranberry sauce. Doesn't cranberry flavored come from skunk butt? Sure does. Full circle, baby. That's raspberry for, from beavers. From beavers. Raspberry from beavers. Well, raspberry comes from beavers. Cranberry comes from skunks. Yeah. Yeah. What do you get from buffaloes? Um, Caramel. Ew. Mm-hmm. In liquid form, too. Not like saltwater taffy. <laughs> Ew. Comes right out the back end of them. They have this. They have these glands Gross. on their on their anus that you just push, and the mm-hmm. saltwater taffy just comes out. Yeah, you gotta kind of pimple pop that taffy right out. And they're already pre wrapped though, so it's sanitary. Just don't put the wrapper in your mouth. All right, boys, have we done it? We've done have something. We, we have explored Thanksgiving. It'll be here before we know it. This episode will come out, I think, just right before it, maybe the week before. Um, but I got one last bonus round. Oh, cool. If you all are up for oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Always. But this is less hypothetical. This is just uh, me being mushy. Are you ready? Aww. What is one thing you all are thankful for this holiday season? Just give me one thing. One thing, man. Anything. So many things I'm thankful for. <laughs> You're cornering like Michael it. into being serious and he's squirming so hard over He doesn't necessarily, it could be, I mean, he could be thankful for I like- I bought some new house slippers the other day from Target. I'm thankful for those. Yeah, you are, because it's cold. feet are warm. Are they fuzzy on the inside? Tell me about these slippers. They're cushy, yeah. Are you wearing them right now? Fly. Yeah, dude. Dude, show them off. All right, ready? Okay, everyone yeah. on the podcast, just imagine uh, me doing a perfect handstand and putting my feet mm-hmm. in your face. That's what he's doing right now. I, I can't wow, they, see your foot. That's just your yeah. Hey, there it is. <laughs> All right. 
Those look comfy. I'm gonna do a backflip. Hey, yeah, I landed it perfectly on one <laughs> fingertip. And I'm gonna do a couple push-ups off this fingertip. Another backflip, and I stuck the landing. Those are some springy house shoes. Yeah. How many reps do you do on your fingertip push-ups every day? Well, it impressive. sounded like a couple, but it was mm-hmm. definitely dozens. Yeah, just extra fast. So fast, yeah. Steven, what are you thankful for? Oh, uh, boy. Um, just one well, thing, real yeah. quick, right off the cuff. Oh, I've got a couple. I'm happy of to have you do. a happy, <laughs> happy, healthy little baby girl. Yeah. Yes, um, our son daughter. You know, I'm thankful for that, too. <laughs> That's mine. I take that one, Stephen. You have to pick a different one. Um, but no, uh, really, I am also thankful for. I have such a been fortunate to have a good group of friends spread across the country. But um, I feel like I get to keep in contact with them in a lot of different ways, and uh, it's always so encouraging. I, uh, except for Michael. Um, <laughs> um, no, but really, I. Uh, I always take away something from that interaction, whether it's on uh, Marco Polo. Um, yeah, no, just getting little snippets into everybody's life, even if I don't get to spend as much quality time with them as I would like. I enjoy yeah. that. And it's always so encouraging. Yes, it is. Also, Michael's slippers. Are yeah, pretty, pretty it's a yes. part of Thanksgiving. Honestly, thankful, if I'm going to be honest, I'm slippers. super thankful for you guys. Like, I, when I came up with this idea for this podcast, I did not think it was going to work. And it kind of gave me an excuse to hang out with Steven again in our own weird little way. More than we ever did when we were actually in the <laughs> same know. state. I was like, uh, we became friends crazy. and then you moved to Colorado. And I was like, well, <laughs> fuck. What am I supposed to do now? Play Halo 2 with him? I don't think so. He called me. I I was in a farmer's market living in a van. And you were like, hey, I want to record a podcast. And I was like, I literally do not know how I'm going to do this, but yes. And um, yeah. And it worked out. Yeah, yeah. And now we get to do this thing. And we recently broke a thousand downloads. Yes. That's a podcaster's dozen. A podcaster's dozen <laughs> is a thousand downloads. Yeah. But a thousand downloads, and that's awesome. Like, I didn't expect anyone to listen to this or, you know, like this weird sense of entertainment that we've, uh, mm-hmm. that we're providing. But, you know, I guess, I guess I'm thankful for everyone who's listening to this as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I knew you could be yeah. serious. And my heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to follow up that one. That one should have been the last yeah. one. I'll edit it to make it, it last. How about that? <laughs> I was going to say I'm thankful that we can provide a safe and warm space for our little puppers. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's Where I just saw Scamper by a second ago. It's always it. She's mouse hunting. There's probably a mouse in the crawl space <laughs> Look, for looking sure. Looking for I'm- stringy and sniffy. <laughs> I know, I'm thankful that she is agile enough to, like, spook them away, so. No, I just see all these sweet baby animals that need a home in the wintertime, and a lot of them can't be provided that, so I'm glad we're able to give these two a comfy couch, lots of belly rubs, and all the animals in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, We're very fortunate to have their mommies and daddies. Everyone out there, adopt a dog. Adopt, don't shop. Adopt, don't shop. That's a great tagline. Is that already a thing? Yes, it is. Pull that out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to say, no. I've never heard that, but that's way better than buying another jacket. Adopt, don't um, shop. <laughs> well, thank you all so very much for listening. Again, we are very grateful that you're here. We hope you have a fantastic holiday celebrating however you do. 
Yeah. And we love you. Always remember to uh, subscribe. That way we can hit a thousand subscribers yeah, one of these days. One day we'll do it. Yeah. This is your fault. It hasn't happened. <laughs> Send us any awkward scenarios that you happen at your Thanksgiving dinner table. Yeah. Please, Lord, yes. give us some content to create a Thanksgiving fallout episode with. Uh, and you can send oh, that to our yes. Instagram at the SH pod or shoot us an email. You can do it covertly at the dinner table. Shoot us an email, strictly hypothetical pod at gmail.com. Uh, and thank you all. Boys, always remember to flex your hypothetical muscles because you never know when. Vigo Mortensen will have you over to his place for a little chunk of skunk. Mm, <laughs> a little chunk of skunk. Mm, stinky. Thank you all for Love listening. Love that holiday stink. Mm. <laughs> Toodles. See you. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, boy. Nobody notices your cool Jordans.